Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat podcast. Now, here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the overtime. I hope you're enjoying the overtime. It's uh, It's been fun. I've been trying to challenge myself to find new sound bites. You had a lot of Brockmire last week and a lot of The Office. Went with a lot of The Office, surprisingly, they've got great scenes, but not particularly great sound bites. Oh, not cool! You know what I mean? You gotta have those little quick one-liners. Anyhow, the reason I'm saying all this, folks, and I am Tim Fitzgerald, joined joined by the Z crew, Zach Carlson, Ryan Gills, Gilbert, and Cole Midnight Carmody. (laughs) I don't know. Mids night. <laughs> Just really reaching on that one. Uh, the reason I say all this, folks, is uh, it's kind of escape weekend for the Fitzgerald. So I'm going to be out of pocket. So uh, there's not much sound in this one. We're just going to do some stuff like make a fart noise here and there. No chips, Gross. Zach. No, what? You don't like chips? No, fart noise. Oh. And then move on. So uh, not a lot of post-production in this one, but that's okay. I'll be back. And maybe you don't enjoy those. I think it makes it unique and, and uh, kind of childish. A lot of penis jokes last week. And I was really proud of that Jeez. one. What? Here we go. <laughs> what? I wasn't expecting that. And I don't remember it. Well, you never are, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope we got good stuff. We're sponsored by The Fridge. And uh, get in there and get booze. That's, that's their ad right there. Booze. Don't snooze. Get your booze. Here's Ryan Gills Gilbert with your questions from Wabash Station. Let the stupidity begin. Yes! Yes! Did you hear that? First question of the overtime is from Exhausted Nihilist. Given Zach's rants about road construction detours in Manhattan last week, is he secretly a Californian? Does he begin every conversation by stating each road he drove on to arrive there and place a the in front of each road number? The Kimball and... The wreath. The Bluemont. Now we're just naming places <laughs> and not roads. But yeah, uh, I do enjoy that SNL sketch. He posted the SNL sketch if you haven't watched it, but there's a bunch of them called the Californians, and it was just a giant thing where Fred Armisen and Bill Hader, they'd write these sketches and they'd get on Google Maps and just map all these directions out to some certain place and then just talk like that. It was, it was well done. Incredible sketches, but... They aren't at SNL anymore, so no more. Well, it looks like we're going to get the uh, the bridge over the top of Kimball so you can get to one side or the other with the football complex being across the street. I did learn this, Zach. When they redo the corner that I like to pretend I'm driving F1 up there on uh, Kimball when you're going oh, around. The bendy. The cow bridge is going to come out. Yep. Well, how the hell are the cows going to cross the road? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about the cows. 
Nobody thinks about the cows. Do you think there's grass up the there, bulls. or is it concrete? I'm sure it's cross. Sure, it's dirt. Think it's dirt? I think so. I've so, never. Uh, of all of the Google Maps, of me looking at stuff on Google Maps, I don't think I've ever looked at that bridge and said, "I wonder if it's dirt or concrete or grass." Is this still going to smell like money when they? Start. God, you're a K-Stater. You might be a Kansas City kid, but that is a very K-State comment right there. It's going to smell like money. It, 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 <laughs> that's my question. I mean, is it going to smell like money when they start, if they do this practice facility yeah. and they tear down? It's going to make it worse. Could you imagine? It's going to smell like money when the players are inside practicing. Oh, yeah, well, They'll be literally next to the fields. Man. But you know what? That could be like a... A thing that K-State could have. Coach, why is your team so good about tackling? Well, let me tell you about the greased pigs. We got some sheep and lamb and pigs and some chickens. And the boys just chase all those until the sun goes down. We tackle them. It wouldn't surprise me if Chris Kleiman got some sort of executive power over when the barns get... <laughs> get cleaned out <laughs> like hey we're practicing you can't do that now you got to shut those barn doors bill snyder would make sure that the farm animals <coughs> good wow. that was really wow. loud, so loud. <laughs> folks he leaned way far away from the microphones i'm leaving that in that's a free sound effect wow. right there not even uh, they need to cough again. Um, Bill Snyder would be able to, like, prevent the farm animals from pooping. Like, he would have that kind of power. He'd just go out and say, okay, uh, cattle, no pooping between these hours. Okay, let's do it. End of that. Let's move on because I ran out of that. That sucked. From Chris66204, what is your favorite airport? And wouldn't airports be better if they had separate areas for people deplaning and people waiting to board? I'm thinking of having the boarding gate area on like a second floor with a ramp down to the gate with people deplaning into a ground floor area. That's actually a pretty good idea. So like when you go to the airport, um, the, the problem with that is they want you to grab something to eat or something on the mm -hmm. But yeah, when you go to the airport, you got a deplane. You walk through the same gate that people are trying to get through to go on, and the whole area gets crowded. And then you have to go most places, go to the baggage handling, and go down. So why not exit at that level and just head that way? But the reason you can't is because the baggage handling is on that level. They're trying to get your baggage on plane. So I don't know if that worked, but I see the point. I like it. There's not enough floors. There's like too much stuff and not enough floors. Right. Is what you're saying. But let's go back to this. What's your favorite airport? Zach, you're kind of into airports. Not Kansas City. I really? Hate Kansas City so much. My cool. favorite my favorite well, I'll say this oh, recently boy. at least. It was Dallas Love Field because I got out of my brother's car and I was through security within ninety seconds. Hmm. Ninety seconds. You can do that at KCI. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah, you can. KCI, I, I, I don't. You gotta get, you gotta get dropped off at the right gate. You gotta know where your gate is, and if you, if your gate isn't right, you gotta walk half a mile down to gate eighty-seven through ninety versus you eighty-one through a, a eighty-six map and see where the gate is. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you don't know where your gate's gonna be, it doesn't really matter. I understand why they're redoing KCI. I really do, but I don't. I love the old KCI. Personally, because it makes it so easy. The only thing that sucks is the parking. I will tell you, I, I don't like the parking situation at KCI. It's extremely inconvenient. But 
But that's what people like. They like being able to park close to the gate. That's what. That's the, the only people that like KCI are the people that like parking in the garage. But yeah. it was easier back in the day when nobody knew about circle parking. Now everyone does, and it's full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just use the parking spot, which is expensive. But they'll detail my car, which is nice. My favorite, uh, we went to Hawaii. Excuse me, someone getting a text message over there? You're just trying to brag that you went to Hawaii. Went to Hawaii for our 30th anniversary a year before, and this is the brag, is we actually, uh, we're coming up on our 31st anniversary. Well, it's this week. Um, And we were going to go for our 30th anniversary, but I told Becky we're going to go a year early just in case. And then the pandemic hit. So there you go. There's my... Hmm. My skills of perception, uh, Kona, the, I can't remember the full, full name of it, but the city name is Kona in Hawaii. The gates are outside. You've got like a hut over the top of you, but you're outside because you're in Hawaii and it's 70 degrees and beautiful. You stand outside waiting to get on and off your plane. Well, you don't stand outside to get off your plane. You stand in the plane to get off the plane. But anyhow, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a little crowded. I mean... And again, same thing. You got people coming and going. It's a little chaotic. It was pretty cool. It was pretty damn cool. But my favorite airport is Vegas. You like Vegas? Because you get off the plane. No, I know. And you're in a casino? And you're in a casino. (laughs) And the bells are going off. And everything's going on. It's just so full of hope. And and you go down the long escalator to the baggage area. And there it says, like, uh, uh, Bally's. I'll just use them since they're... Everywhere right now. And yeah. the showgirls over here. And there's some dopey guy over there that does impressions of Sinatra. And, you know, there's a magician over here that had too much makeup on with plastic surgery. But, yeah, you got all these billboards. It's fantastic. It's, so like, it's like no go- other airport. So it's like going to Times Square if Times Square was an airport. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's your exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Everyone's looking at me. Yeah, next My, one. I, well, no, I want to say that I think MCI is great because it gets you from point A to point B, and that will always be my the, my final statement of the argument. The, the problem, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna love the new airport. <laughs> Promise. The the problem with KCI was uh, airlines avoided it from being point B when you're trying to go to point C. It's not good for anyone mm-hmm. that's trying to change flights. Yeah. In Kansas City, because you're basically walking through a seating area, which is so stupid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the problem. It's not a good connecting airport. It's kind yeah. of a disaster for that. In fact, yeah, I don't Although, think I don't think anybody's going to get upset at the new one. It better be. Just, I promise. Right. I'll give it a fair chance, but I'll go Sky Harbor and Phoenix is my favorite. That's a good one. You know, it's not actually a Sky Harbor. <laughs> What a weird name for an airport. I think it's cool. It is cool. If I, had to, I like if, if I had to pick an airport just based on name, it's that. Mm-hmm. How about Manhattan finally giving us a flight to Phoenix, but not to Sky Harbor, to, to Mesa. Mesa? Well, that's what you get with Allegiant. Jesus, it was so stupid. Huh. I did not know that was a thing. Oh, for it wasn't months. for long. For four uh, months. Oh, I didn't take advantage of it. Sorry, Dad, if you're so, listening. Somebody at Allegiant said, hey, a lot of people went to Phoenix in January 2013. Wonder why. Maybe we should add a flight. Yep. That's what that's what happened. Bowl game. Yeah. They, the they read game. the stats completely wrong. <laughs> but they, they went to Phoenix. Yeah. And maybe they went to Phoenix and flew to, flew to L.A., 
Not to Mesa, where you basically got to get off your plane and go, you know, drive over to Sky Harbor to connect. Oh, well, that yeah. that took a left turn. Let's go. <laughs> Next one's from Chris66204. How much would the $6 million man cost in today's dollars? Oh, my and God. Do you guys even know what that is? I was going to say, next question from GPC Ryan G. Who, what is $6 million man? I'm aware of the the statement, $6 million man. I couldn't tell you exactly what it was. Holy crap. How old are you, man? Uh, you're my age. It was a show about a guy that was, I don't know, in some kind of accident. They rebuilt him with bionic legs and arm. And, and then they had a woman that did the same thing. She was hot, but she was bionic. So, yeah, $6 million. It's got to be like $600 million now. What year was it? 70s. In 1973. Just for inflation. Is that when it came on? 73? Steve Austin is an astronaut who was seriously injured when his spaceship crashes. Handsome and athletic, Austin undergoes a government-sanctioned surgery, which rebuilds several of Steve's body parts with machine parts, making him like a cyborg. Wow. You'd be great at reading. That was a good read. Reading, ad, you know, com- radio commercials for books. You know, those sometimes pop up, and they're like, "You should read this book." Huh. It's like you got a nineteen seventy-three. I wouldn't have guessed that early. What the hell was that? It wasn't me. I think Cole's got his volume on. Yep. Oh my god! His I did too. But his... I did too, yeah, but it, it wasn't me. Yeah. Excuse me, Gills. Young people in technology. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me. Wasn't me. Um, it was from CBS Sports, if anybody's wondering. Uh-huh. We okay. all got the same one, I think. Because I saw it pop up on my screen, but I'm like, no, I'm on silent. That wasn't me. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was It was a fun show. I mean, it was the 70s. Everything was cheesy. You know, all the... I mean, we watched Fantasy Island. You'd fly to this island and, and they'd make your fantasy come true. That really has a different context nowadays. But, you know, we just watched cheesy stuff. The Love Boat it was awful TV. But I did watch The Bionic Man. Steve Austin was a badass. The $6 million man. Did you look up yeah. inflation, Cole? What is, he, what is he worth today? Well, I was just going to say The Bionic Woman was the other show. Yeah, what was her actress's name? Let me, let's see. That would have been... Mm. This... This series is based on the adventures of Jamie Summers, who almost dies while skydiving. She is rebuilt bionically, just like her former fiancé, Steve Austin. Grateful for being saved... Steve Austin? Grateful for being saved, Jamie agrees to work for the government, and she puts her bionic skills to work on dangerous missions. Stone Cold Steve Austin? That would be Lindsay Wagner. So yummy. Yeah, Lindsay Wagner. She, she's a grandma now. Yeah, uh, all everyone is old from my childhood. Uh, Six million dollars in nineteen seventy-three dollars converts to thirty-five, approximately thirty-five million dollars. I don't think that gets you very far nowadays with a bionic body. Probably need. You probably would need six hundred million. I know. If you're getting, I can't remember what he had. He had legs because he ran fast and he had an arm. Is he comparable to Iron Man? No, he looks human. I mean, he looks... Okay, so it's not a suit. It's just his body parts. Right. Yeah, they just gave him legs that looked like legs, but they weren't. So it really cut down on the sci-fi budget. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. And it made a cool sound when he ran fast. The $6 billion man is the reboot industry's latest offering with Mark Wahlberg? Okay, I'm... This podcast is over. I got to go look this shit up. (laughs) What? (laughs) Are you serious? 
It does It does have a better ring to it than the $612 million man. This is from the Irish Times, though. Hey. Oh, well, that's where I get most of my news. They, <laughs> they cover beer it. a lot. <laughs> likes it. Huh. Well, there we go. All right. Shall we? Yeah. We shall. Next question is from Herdez Joe. What is the most outrageous sounding meal that your significant other made? I guess this is only for Fitz. That turned out not too bad. Oh, I don't No, I'm not going there, man. Oh, hell no. No, I'm scared. Of, I'm scared of her. I'm not going to say anything like that. <laughs> but I'll say this. No, you liked it. Well, I know, but it, that implies that I didn't think I would like it. I love everything Becky makes. And you love, actually, you love it. You love the idea of everything that she's going to make. Actually, she makes a she makes spaghetti, and she'll do um, turkey sausage in it and ground turkey to really cut down on the fat, and it's really damn is pretty good. Today for lunch, though, uh, she came home and said, "Hey, I'm coming home for lunch, and I'm cooking." I'm like, "For lunch, you're working." She had pork chops. Since we're getting ready to leave, she needs to get rid of stuff. So we had uh, pork chops, like thin pork chops, not like big ones. Smoked pork chops, uh, eggs, and something else for lunch today. Hmm. It was like a, I felt like I was at the chef. The smorgasbord. It was awesome. It was so good. It was it was so good. I'm so proud of her for coming home and cooking for her man. <sighs> I don't have an actual answer to this question. Because it's not, it's completely opposite. It, it was bad, and I didn't really know about it. But when I was in college, there was this girl, not romantically linked, but she came over and she made me and my roommate dinner. But I was gone for some reason. I don't know if I was playing golf or whatever. But like, so I wasn't. The, I so wasn't. The girl there. came over and you left. <laughs> Basically, uh, <laughs> I think we've gotten to the source of the problem right now. We figured it out. I was. I was gone. Whatever I was doing, I was gone. I did not see the meal get prepared, but it was supposed oh, to be no, like please. ribs and mashed potatoes and something or whatever. It was supposed to be mashed potatoes, but it wasn't mashed potatoes. And you're eating it, and you're just like, something's up with these potatoes. And like, she's like, so how do you like the potatoes? And I'm like, is there gravy on it? And hang on, she's like, how do you like the potatoes? I'm like, they're they're, they're they're all right, you know. They're fine, you know. You don't you want to be polite, but like, there's oh, something. No. There's something up with them. They were cauliflower, weren't they? They it was mashed cauliflower. <laughs> it was mashed cauliflower, and I'm just like, why'd you do this? <laughs> why? Why'd you do this? Why did you think this was a good idea? Why? And it was just like, okay, I'm glad to know that I don't need to eat this anymore. This is the problem with healthy people. Is they try to tell you, oh, it tastes just like. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You have simply adjusted your taste buds so that you can eat trash. Absolute trash. It's made of cauliflower. It's made of zucchini. It doesn't have any gluten. It's made of wood pulp. I don't know what it's made of, but it tastes like. Um, I'm not going to throw my roommate under the bus here. You kind of are. Do it. I want to hear it, though. I really do. Okay. I've lived with Mr. D'Artagnan Harris for two years. D'Artagnan? Yes. It's D'Artagnan. Is that really his name? D'Artagnan. That's freaking badass. D'Artagnan. Yeah. Lived with him for two years now, and he's vegan. Oh. And he makes food all the time, and he is a great cook. Like, he is chefing it up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Probably five times a week. And I commend him for that. It smells great. And 
I will say that the only food that I have tried that I did not like <laughs> were vegan corn dogs. There's so much wrong with that. Oh my gosh. There is so much wrong with that statement. Yeah. Those are the, everything else though. Everything else is amazing. He has chicken that looks like chicken. Hmm. It tastes like chicken. Hamburger patties. They look like hamburgers. They taste like hamburgers. So it's kind of the Bruce so, Jenner of chicken. Sweet so butter. What he's saying is <laughs> But it's but it's just it's just different. So what he is saying is that he would eat an incredible whopper or an oh, impossible I, that's whopper. That's what I heard. That's, that's what, what I'm I heard. Hearing. He would. Oh. I would, but I wouldn't go out of my way to. Hmm. Remember, I had a dream where I lived with you guys, and I made normal chicken on a cutting board, and D'Artagnan got mad at me for not washing it all the way, <laughs> and there was chicken on it. Well, you really fell short of Martin Luther King with that dream. <laughs> That's really, that's really not that gonna really dream. free the people that you living with no, two other guys. A literal dream, like mm. sleeping dream, that I had. That's a little weird. It was weird. It was weird. Did he go by D'Artagnan or just mm-hmm. Dart? Well, I so, tried okay. to call him Dart, and he got a little upset. Does Dart listen to these podcasts? Sometimes when I'm oh, in boy. the kitchen. Okay, make sure he's not around. What's he gonna do if I call him Dart? <laughs> well, here's here's the situation. Huh? I introduce him to all my friends. As Dart, because that's what I call him. But he goes by D'Artagnan. Now that he's getting into the professional world, he's going to go to med school. He wants to be a doctor. So D'Artagnan is what he goes by. And his girlfriend is very strict on that. He doesn't really care. But anytime she's around, his name is D'Artagnan. Okay. How does he spell it? With oh God, with no. the hyphen? Yes, the an apostrophe, apostrophe after. Yeah, Dart. Huh. Does he have brothers also named after the Musketeers? No, his brother's name is Brian. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like you to meet my children. This is D'Artagnan, Athos, Porthos, Aramis, and Brian. (laughs) We ran out. Wow. (laughs) Oh, no. My God. Look, if you were named Brian and you're... Is it a younger brother? D'Artagnan is younger than Brian. Oh, God. (laughs) Wouldn't you feel like they didn't give a crap? Like, they didn't put any effort into your name? If your little brother's named D'Artagnan and you're Brian, like, they just mailed it in for you? Like, let's move on. I feel bad for Brian. (laughs) The humans will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I got to play. I'm going to play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. 
A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. The ads are done. Speak humans. From Ema PT, I don't believe I've seen you ask a question before. Hope Maybe. Always a physical therapist. Yeah, you better be. Or yeah. power train. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> Ema PT, if you're new, welcome. If you had to get a tattoo, what would it be? I've I've thought about this for a long time. I have no. Does anyone have any tattoos? No, I don't either. I think this is a, I've got a perfect drop I could I, put it in here. <laughs> uh, God. I feel like Cole would be the most likely to have a tattoo. So my friend is talked about getting a tattoo for a long time. My high school buddy, and he wants to get a squirrel. Oh, but sorry, what? He wants to get a squirrel tattooed on his inner thigh. On his inner thigh. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Reaching up. <laughs> no. That is the worst reason to get a tattoo. Don't get a tattoo for humor's sake. Like Zach's dream of having the dolphin diving into his butt crack. That's not. That's, that's, that's not really. A, he's told me one that. night I've never that he would that. love to have that. I've never said that. I would never do that. I, 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 I have no clue what I'd get as a tattoo. If I had to get a tattoo, like right now, it's like no choice, but it could be anything. It'd be like a little dot or something. Like, it would be so lame. What about the guy who has the power cat on his back who always works out on uh, Bluemont? Mm. <laughs> you guys know him? Mm-hmm. No. He's always lifting weights. You're talking You've about. You've never seen yeah. this guy? Mm. If you drive down Bluemont at 5 o'clock. I spent a whole year not doing that. <laughs> Fair enough. In the you, morning? No, no, no. In the evening. You will see a giant man. Like he's a legit big guy. Like oh, yeah. He is oh. huge. Swole. I, I guarantee you somebody knows who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Any any young guy listening knows. Huh. He he walks around and he does curls. He'll do push-ups. And, and then he'll just do, you know, whatever these things. You can't see me because this is a podcast. But it's I'm doing, like lat pull-down. Is that what that is? I, I, I you're, but you're lifting, right? Right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Doing some and he's got a giant power cat? On his back. Mm-hmm. How big? A foot long. It, it, it spreads his traps, yeah. Huh. Wow. That's really cool. We should get him on the podcast. Don't, no. We're going to get D'Artagnan <laughs> Is that what you, are you, are you saying that's what you want? I'm a just, power cat of that size on your back? I, I would never be able to get a power cat tattooed on me. I think sports logos are the worst thing you could get yeah, a tattoo of. Because well, Cartier's they could, tatted for life, and they that could, worked out well. They could, uh, they could change exactly. them. They can change the logos, or your team may change their team name. Yeah, if if you have the Cleveland Indians logo on you, you feel kind of dumb right now. Well, you should have felt dumb the day before you scheduled the appointment. Yeah, that's true. But that, Redskins, you know, anything that could change. Chiefs? Okay, well, here's my... Risky. Probably... The only tattoo I should get is one that says "ouch" because I'm a wussy and I wouldn't want that done to me. Just let me get jabbed with a needle over and over. My second thought is, the second I get tattoos like visible, notable tattoos, my ability to successfully accomplish crime goes down. And I don't know what the future holds. Maybe I want to rob banks, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and. <laughs> Well, can you tell me what he looked like? No, he had a mask on, but he had like a, a rubber ducky tattooed on the back of his hand. Well, I mean, how many criminals have a rubber ducky on their hand? I'm screwed. So I don't want to limit my options here. I want to, my, I might want to do some murder in the future. I'm just saying. 
to, you know, you got some murder you want to do. You know, you don't want to be tattooed so you can be identified. But if I actually did get a tattoo, um, I would get the lyrics of Here Comes the Sun. But only after getting swole because a fat old guy should not be getting tattoos. If I got into really good shape, I would think about a tattoo. That's that's really it. I mean, if if you can pull off the tattoo, go for it. Like there was a when we were in Tanner's Monday Night, there was an attractive girl with like half a sleeve, which I don't mind at all. She could pull it off. Mm-hmm. But not when she's 70. She's going to regret that. I don't know if she'll regret it. But maybe by then they'll be able to remove those things. Maybe in like, I don't know if it's 20 years. You're right. Maybe I'm just applying the standards of my age group to her. And by the time of 70, it'll be weird to not have a sleeve when you're 70. I mean, I think it's, yeah, I think it's already weird for all of us to not, well, at least us three, probably not to have any tattoos. Everybody, everybody's quirky, you know, Mm. Gen Z's quirky. I'm not Gen Z, but you two are Gen Z. Mm -hmm. Got to get a tattoo. You know, it's just a thing. Mm. I actually have a good answer now. Okay, cool. Uh, Bitcoin wallet secret phrase. What? What? So, like, for, like, Bitcoin wallets or whatever, you get, like, this 12-word just random string of words, but they have to be clicked in order for you to access it. Like, you don't have a password or anything. That's the password. So, it presents you all these words, and you have to click your your secret phrase, so to speak, and it's just random, but I'd get those tatted. So, you have to remember a 12-word sequence to get into your Bitcoin? Basically, yeah. What the heck? Or, like, any of these... You know, secure online wallets. You have this. You have like a code for your your account number, or whatever, and then you have twelve words. Without but I'd like naming your password. What are I would miss samples of the words like soldier, Viking. Trying to think of other weird words. I can barely get through There's introducing like, you three guys. Like rabbit, alligator. You know, animals. There's just like a whole bunch of weird mm-hmm. random words. But I would like like switch the order of a couple of them like secretly so you couldn't just like kill me and look at it and then try getting my bitcoin or if you just took a picture of it and tried figuring it out just flip some of them around we're back to me not getting tattoos apparently yep (laughs) i'm not much of a tattoo guy so if i were to get one it would be something serious like a bible verse or a phrase in latin or a sunshine that represents you know a family member that died or something make sure if you get like Chinese symbols or something that you actually have someone check them out <laughs> so you don't end up with Chinese symbols that they were you told you is for peace, <laughs> hope, and love, and it's actually like hit me in the face. Because <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't know. But if you start getting yep. beaten up by Asians quite a bit, <laughs> you get screwed over at the tattoo shop. <laughs> From Ema PT once again, favorite non-traditional hot dog toppings, such as nacho cheese and chips, barbecue, or sour cream. I'll just say ketchup since Fitz is going to have a, a God! Fit. <laughs> so wrong! Hey, he said non-traditional, and according to you, it's, it's, according to you, ketchup is not a traditional hot dog topping. It's so. either traditional or non-traditional. It's a crime against dogmanity. I don't eat hot dogs personally. But what? I just no. What about vegan hot dogs? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take this from a hamburger perspective. Okay. And I'm gonna say macaroni and cheese on a hamburger is what I will eat 100 percent of the time. That's not a bad idea, actually. Mac and cheese on a hot dog. 
I feel like that's like a little kid, like when you're a little kid and your my dad used to put the hot dogs in like the, the water and boil it. And that was like the, the thing that they would give you after like a baseball game and you're a little fat kid and you, you just want to eat. And so your dad makes you craft mac and cheese and puts the hot dog in a boiler. And then you know, your mom gets mad at your dad because that's nasty. And then. You know, a fight ensues. Um, Maybe that's just I'm me. Though. Sorry, I'm kind of. I'm, I'm sorry, man. You came from a bad family. Wow, I'm, and oddly, I'm aroused. <laughs> that oh, boiling hot dogs and mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think I would. Uh, I've always joked that if I had a bar, our only food would be like hot dogs, like the roller dogs, you know. But I think you'd have to have nights when you like you had brisket. You could pull brisket you could put on there or, you know, pulled pork. You'd have nights like that. I don't know. But we'd have ro- roller meats at my bar. But why would you want to put better meat on a hot dog? That doesn't make any sense. That defeats the whole purpose. The purpose I, of I, I eating a, a hot dog is to eat whatever is in the hot dog. Eat the hot dog. Pig eat butt. the hot dog. Well, that's all right. I was going to say eat bad meat, but I figured that was going to yeah, That's probably going to get uh, a sound effect. Yeah. If I'm... Still doing them at this point of the podcast. Um, yeah, see, th- but this is where you, that fear hot dogs, miss the point. They now have all beef ones. Now, we don't know what part of the cow they're using, but... They're nasty, though. They're, no, there's good hot dogs that aren't nasty. There's... Oh, my God. Oh. Just just let's move on. I can't do it. <laughs> From EMAPT once again... Best and worst media experiences, i.e. food, layout, other bad press individuals. Oh, my God. I'm so old. The the old North Texas press box. Ooh. You had to, like, climb through things. Well, the worst had to be the crow's nest at Ahern when you had to climb up a ladder to get into the press area. Literally a ladder. My worst experience, though, was early in K-State football, there was a beat writer from major paper and I, I i really like the guy we became good friends but i was a little bit younger and i got stuck be sitting beside one of those guys in the press box that talks the whole time and won't shut up which is what i am now um but just but yelling opinions you know not like and just being weird and dick and he came over and he starts yelling at me just because I'm sitting next to him, I guess. And I announced to the press box, go sit your John Wayne ass back in your chair. <laughs> I think that's probably why we became friends. But I was like, I had nothing to do with this. I'm just sitting next to the guy. <laughs> For me, it's stadiums with bad press elevators. Oh, yeah. KU, Iowa State. If you have one elevator and I'm trying to get up from the field. Yeah, KU was KU, awful. Iowa State. Hmm. Well, Texas is hard. I don't like going to Texas just because everything's hidden and secret. Can't find anything in the concourse. Oh, I remember when I got lost in now AT&T, Jerry World, when we couldn't find the access to the media area. We walked for 30 minutes and none of the ushers knew how to get us there. Wow. It was weird. And, you know, me and my sense of direction is just wonderful. Cactus Bowl is pretty bad. That was no fun for me. Oh, that sucked. That was the that worst. was bad. That was probably the worst experience. Not being able to film the game because they think they're holier than thou. 
And now they, after that fiasco, they're like, yeah, it's not worth dealing with Zach Carlson and Chris Lilly upset. So we'll just let them film. I was, I was pretty pissed. <laughs> you, could, you should have probably put that on your credentials that we knew that before we paid to bring a videographer that yeah. you weren't going to allow him to shoot. Yeah. It's just anytime you're prevented from doing your job efficiently, I get upset. I mean, we're there to work, be able to get us to where we need to go. Don't make it difficult on us and just let us do our job. I understand you got to have rules, but don't make them arbitrary rules. Like, well, because we do the Fiesta Bowl and they can't shoot highlights for the Fiesta Bowl because of all the rights belong to ESPN. We apply that rule to the Cactus Bowl, too. Well, you're freaking stupid. You want people to come to the Cactus Bowl. I'm not, we're not, you know, if you keep this rule, we're just not going to come back. I don't know. But all that sounds like a whiny media person right there. The, the worst thing that can happen to you as a young sports writer is when you work in the press box at like Junction City High School or someplace and the janitor doesn't realize you're still writing your game story up in the press box and locks the fence as he leaves. <laughs> that, I mean, that has happened to almost every sports writer of my era. You got to remember that I'm so old, we would have to bring, we'd either have to dictate our story back or finally when we got like AOL modem, you would have to bring, I literally was like, MacGyver with all the stuff in my bag in case I have a multi-line phone. I've got this phone. I got this. I had a device in case I couldn't get a dial tone would actually, you could, it would do the dial tone for you, you know, because that's all an old analog phone was, was tones. And it would like do the tones down the line and call the number. It was crazy all the stuff I had in my bag just to try to get my story back to there. And now we're like, oh, the Wi-Fi is so slow. You know, it's like, well, yeah. You didn't have to call AOL. Everything you said in that last rant, I have no idea yep. what you're yep. talking about. They're that young. <laughs> Children. That's bad. Have you ever seen a phone that you got to dial? I used to have a flip phone. Does oh, that count? No, I, I've seen one of those. I've used I've used T nine to text. Yeah, I, I've, I'm familiar with with olden days technology. I had Said a CD Cole. player. Yeah, like I I saw this on social media. I'm so old. I thought it was cool that we had a phone number we could call to get the time and temperature. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you've never called time and temp. Is that still a thing? I think it might actually still be a thing. I, I would imagine is. Imagine if you're older and you, you might use that. Like the demographic that watches The Drive probably still calls time and temperature. <laughs> hey, Tim. Love The Drive. Okay, this is a funny story. How many more questions we got? We got one, one more. more. So I, I, we had Easter dinner up at Metal Ark Hills uh, Retirement Community where my wife works. And they have a brand new kick-ass restaurant. It really is a good restaurant. Uh, and it's open to the public. And we went up there. We had to make a reservation for Easter. And we went up there. But it's mostly older people. And I walked in there. I was Steve Austin. <laughs> I was the $6 million man. Hey, watch these every Sunday. Thank you. What? Thank you. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's like, good Lord, that's those are my peeps. Mm -hmm. We play to the over 75 crowd pretty big. That's our demo. I think we need to target our advertising a little bit better. Let's get this thing wrapped up. Last question of the pod from the Ginth. The Ginth? The Ginth? Ginth. The Ginth. Okay. Always go with your first uh, your first yeah. guess, right? A person can learn a lot about life from Peter Griffin. 
surely you guys don't think there's a better animated show than Family Guy. Mm. I I really did like King of the Hill. I was never a huge Simpsons fan. I love the Simpsons. What's funny about the sound effects I put in this is I don't watch most of these shows. They're just great. Family Guy, Simpsons. I'm really not big into animation, but they're all perfect for this show. BoJack. I've never seen an episode of BoJack. I need to go watch it because it's right up my alley. Completely inappropriate. If I liked Brockmire, I'd love BoJack. I mean, half the stuff that I go through for BoJack, I can't put in the podcast. Let's put it that way. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't watch many animated series. I don't either. And I wouldn't say there's been a recent... Maybe BoJack recently. I haven't ever watched it. But there's not really many good, you know... Animated shows that have the staying power like The Simpsons or the Family Guy has, and I, I'd put SpongeBob in there. SpongeBob, oh, yeah. Sponge, SpongeBob deserves more credit for how it's long it's lasted. There's a difference between an animated show and a cartoon. Is it? What? Yeah. So, what do you call Family Guy? That's a sitcom, an animated isn't it? show because it's Why? adult humor. SpongeBob is kids' humor. But it's, it's a cartoon. But it is animated, right? But it's a cartoon. But it's animated. It's a cartoon. It's like a different category. You have an animated I show. I hear and a what cartoon. you're saying, but we're talking animated shows. We're not talking cartoons. Well, when I see Family Guy, I don't think of SpongeBob. I disagree. I think it's an animated show. Well, let's turn to our expert. Let's let's dial a friend and call our friend Michael Beasley. To see if he enjoys Spongebob uh-huh. Well I like that one Ryan Black's big on anime right Oh yeah I forgot about that We can get both sides Man he should start a whole genre of southern anime That would be amazing oh. It would be actually amazing. <laughs> Wow I have to hit him up on that I I watched some of the King, King of the Hill I thought it was funny The characters were good There is talk of them bringing it back Like 20 years down the road so Bobby's an adult, and they've all aged, which never has been done in a cartoon. You animated don't age show. characters. An animated show. God dang it. <laughs> animated show. Midnight is really strong on this. He's really... Yeah. I, of all the adamant things that I would expect Cole to take, it wouldn't be the difference between an animated show and a cartoon. I think this is a rectangle and square argument. So what you're trying to make here. I will say one animated That's show. That's a good point. That's good. That I, I'm probably the only one who's watched this show. And I'm probably the only one who's watched this show that if you're still listening, you probably haven't watched this show either. Okay, both of you. It's called um, Big Mouth. It's on Netflix. And it's extremely inappropriate. And it's about middle school kids going through puberty. And the voices are by John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. Yeah, I've I think most people have Is there a female that's also on that? Yeah, there's a, yeah. there's a few of my. Yeah, I, I've seen something from her. About I've watched a couple episodes. It's it's it's, it's okay. I, I think it's it's pretty funny, but that's what I think of when I think of animated show. If they cuss, if they swear, it is an animated show. But if they don't swear, then it's a cartoon. But so to make it an animated show, they need to swear. Yes. That's where you're drawing the line. Yes. Well, I think that's okay. where Well, shit, argument, someone draw this. I feel, like that, <laughs> I feel like that's where your argument has, uh, has fallen apart. You don't need to swear for it to be adult or animated. 
man. I would argue that SpongeBob has some adult themes in it. Mm-hmm. They took off a few episodes. Yeah, they did because they really? were animated shows instead of cartoons. Is that what you're saying, Cole? Mm. <laughs> what episode did they take take off? There was uh, one about plankton or somebody being. Um, he gave everybody a virus. Yeah, quarantine crabs or something, and mm. was the name of the, the of one of them. And then Panty Raid was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> they took the whole episode off. <laughs> yes. Can you feel it, Mister Crabs? Oh my God! I but, can't. But, but just when, when I when I watched that as a child, I couldn't believe oh, yeah. that that was an actual episode. On tel- on children's television, I'm like, they're. <laughs> I mean, it's, like the premise is so ridiculous in the first place, but like the fact that they actually like said, you know what, we're gonna do this. This is like 20 year. It's a 20 year old episode, probably. Yeah. Has, has SpongeBob ever done blackface? Because he should be canceled. Uh, it, and and know, could someone if at the bottom of the ocean do blackface, or would it wash off? Would that be animation or cartoons? That's a lot of questions. <laughs> oh wow. Hmm. That's it for the podcast. We're done. We went down a rabbit hole right there that really didn't work out to the benefit of anyone. Please don't cancel me. Powercat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.